Well, hello there. I'm Chaotic Katie, also known as Katie, and I'm here with... And I'm Chief Keith, or you can just call me Chief. And welcome to the Meddling Gays Podcast. Where the gay don't quit and neither do our mouths. Episode one! Yeah, episode one. <laughs> episode one. Um, we are trying something new, and it's Pride Month. June 2022. Mm-hmm. We're going to come out of the closet today for ourselves, for you. Just, I don't know, say some bullshit into a microphone and hope it sounds good. We're just coming out. We are just coming out. Yeah. So for those of you at home who might not know a whole lot about us, um, Katie, how about you introduce yourself? All, all about you. What do you do? Uh, I'm Katie. I am a teacher by trade. I work in a community college. Uh... <laughs> I'm also a part-time, sometimes really bad streamer who doesn't quite know what they're doing, but tries their hardest. Um, I'm bi, pan, and I use she, her pronouns, and sometimes they, them. Love that. Love yeah. that. Keith, tell <laughs> us everything. Tell you everything? Um, yeah, so for those All of you dark who secrets. don't know me, um, I'm Chief Keith. I'm a streamer, and I am a coffee professional and just a general little goofball or a shithead, whatever you want to call me. Um, and I am very, very gay, <laughs> and I use he, they pronouns because I'm a non-binary icon. Love it. We love it. Right? Right. All right. So why are we making this podcast, Keith? What happened that made you want to do this? So Tell the, tell the friends. <clears throat> tell them all. So I've been wanting to do a podcast forever, and uh, I've, I've been waiting for the right person to stumble along to join me in this little journey to uh to get into people's ears and voice opinions and thoughts and well just kind of goof around and have some fun and uh well katie katie stumbled into my life as a big glowing gay ball and um (laughs) i'm fascinated by her and everything she has to offer she's one you are you are one of the smartest people i've ever met (laughs) and it absolutely blows me away um, Say it again, but slower. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of the smartest people I have ever met. <laughs> Ugh, talk dirty to me. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, look, I don't have a lot in life, but um, my smart or my perceived smart is my thing. It's my, ooh, yes. All I want to do is be smart. All I want. <laughs> Pop off. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work this fucking hard in school to not be called smart. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I'm glad that you worked hard in school because I certainly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hard work is relative. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, I worked hard in grad school. Oof. The rest was, you know, no. I showed up <laughs> some days. <laughs> you said I'm going to show up and take the test. I'm going to show up to review day. Take the test, and I'm going to leave. I'll see you bitches in a month. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. Oh, God. We'll have an episode on high school, guys, someday. Oh, someday. Because I learned all the tea about Keith's high school experience. Oh, oh it was tea illuminating. <laughs> illuminating. Could not have had two more different high school careers, and yet also the same. Such, such very different personalities in high school. <laughs> But yet we were also the same person. But like we said, that's for another episode. Today's episode is all about coming out. All about coming out. Because we're coming out with a podcast. We're, yeah. we're doing the thing. 
So I just, I feel like we should talk about what it was like. What, what happened with the whole coming out thing? What happened with being gay? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. And what's funny is once you come out, you come out for the rest of your life. It never ends. Mm-hmm. It's a constant process. Um, yeah, coming out is certainly not a one-time thing. I feel, I feel like I come out at least once a week. I feel like once a same. week someone learns I'm gay. And I'm like, how did you not know? Yeah. But okay. <laughs> well, and... Because <laughs> I mean, just like, listen to me. <laughs> the number of, wait, you're gay? I'm like, was it not obvious? <laughs> did we not know this? Well, yeah. And like, as a cis woman, the thing is that like, women have a way of communicating with each other that's pretty flirty sometimes. So as a cis woman who likes women, but also will date other people of varying gender identities, um, unfortunately, sometimes men, which is, you know, whatever. I, uh, it's a cross I must bear, I guess. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the... My burden. It's, it's the old sapphic yearning, you know? It's the, yes. is she gay or is she friendly? Because you guys are the same with yes. each other. Y'all are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't, I have no gaydar for women. I don't know unless she's walking around and she's got just like a big old like lesbian sticker on her forehead. I don't fucking know shit. No, I, know. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> the number of gay women I know who just like they're talking to somebody and they're like it's very obvious that they're flirting with each other and they're just like I don't know, she was really nice. I'd love to have her as a friend. And I'm like, she was a hundred percent flirting with you. Absolutely. I'm like, that yeah. that wasn't a friendship. She wants she wants the U-Haul tomorrow. Like Meanwhile, a gay man I can identify within twenty seconds. It takes no time at all. Well like <laughs> <laughs> That's because gay men are we don't we don't try to hide it. <laughs> no, you absolutely don't, and it's amazing. Um bisexual men are the they're the, they're the secret agent. I don't ever know what they're about. No, they really are. It's but always a confusion. Well, and you know the thing is with like with the, I think the difference between gay men and gay women is that like like gay women are in it for the long haul. They play the slow game, you know. Like like you're gonna yes. you're gonna you're gonna flirt and you're gonna like talk for like literally you're gonna be besties for a year and then you're gonna be like oh I love you and then you move in together. <laughs> um, whereas gay men like oh. we are talking to each other for the first like five seconds we figure out the other one's gay and it's like okay so are we going to my place to fuck <laughs> oh my god like it's no. a, like it's on it <laughs> We're, no, no there's no, no slow gay, burn gay men are rotted <laughs> it's it's day one is nudes day two is you are over at my house and we are doing Don't the dirty you want the slow and then day burn, three though? day three is the date um <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm sorry. There's I I don't understand the lack of a slow burn. That's all I want okay. is the flirtation. Well, and like not I just want to be chased. Not all gay men are the same, but I feel like a good chunk of us we're just we're just rotted. <laughs> we just oh, we're no. we're ready. We're like let's let's see the goods first, and then let's move on to the the slow burn, and then and then sometimes we get our little slow burn romance, or it's just like it hits you like a truck. I'm saying like I love you on. Like week three. I'm not even kidding. I've been in those relationships Holy and it's like, ooh, shit. that was quick. <laughs> I'm like, that was okay. A quick we one. gotta have a conversation about when you say I love you because I've never said it. You've never said it. I've never been in love before. I have never loved anyone more than I love myself. That's fascinating. 
That's well, interesting. That's you, you gotta be very uh I I guess it's called like unattached to people, but like my whole view on like romance and love and stuff is very like egalitarian, but like I don't need it. <laughs> interesting. No, that's fascinating. I feel like like so I'm definitely not like, let me say I love you on day like three. Like I'm not that person. But also, I will say that I am one of the people who falls in love a little quicker. I'd say that I'd, I'd probably say it around, like, I feel like the two, maybe three-month mark is, is okay. kind of where I tend to, I tend to fall. Um, I feel like you know when you know. Yeah. That's which thing. is how I know I've not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, okay, because that's the thing. I feel like there's a lot of pressure. I feel like, I feel like people really do judge the quick I love you and I think there's definitely a too quick I think if you're saying it within a week like slow your roll a little bit but like some people you know they just click and they're like I feel very strongly about a person and that's okay my parents met and then got married like three months later (sighs) wow yeah like they went on their okay let's put it this way my parents went on their first date on Halloween they got married the following Valentine's Day really yeah and they were together 46 years before my dad died. See? Like, I'm sorry. That, like, absolutely blissful marriage. Happy times. Married. Fell in love. I mean. Wild. Good for them. I would never. <laughs> I would never. And also, they had a 12-year age difference. That's. Like, hello? That's, that's storybook. <laughs> that's a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I have high standards for men in general. Um, but also high standards for like what I think actual relationship should look like. That's fair. I think I think more people need that. <laughs> I feel like I Probably. get into. I feel like I've met many people where it's just like it, it's it's it doesn't even feel like a relationship sometimes. You know, like I feel yeah. I feel like I don't know. I'm not a big gift person, but I have my love languages. I like to be taken out. I like to be on dates. I like oh, I like them a lot. See, I I don't like I, I'm very much not into the like let's hang out kind of relationships. Like I feel like there's a lot of those, and like I'm into it. Like I like like just hanging out, but also like I want to take you the other be, person. I either want to be courted or I want to court the other person to to put right. it in like you want to be wined and dined. Yeah, because I'm a I you want to be shown off. <laughs> you want to be shown off. You want people to see you with your person. And you want your person to see you enjoying them in the world. Exactly. I also just like. You want the attention. I do. Um, but also. You want attention. <laughs> but I also like. She you know, says accusatorily. Do <laughs> <laughs> all the judgment me. in her voice. Don't read me. <laughs> um, but also there's just like, you know, like Netflix and chill is only fun for so long. Like, you know, there's only. There's only so much time I can spend with a person where it's just like, let's just be in the house together. Because I'm a very, like, I'm a very reclusive person. I like my space. I like to be alone. I do. Yeah, so me too. I'm like, I'm like, I like my, my home to be my, my little cave, my little, my little safe space. Where I can go. My sanctuary. Exactly. And so I'm like, you know, we can go there sometimes and we can, we can do the thing and we can like spend time, you know, I'll cook you dinner and we'll watch a movie and we'll go to sleep and it'll be a great thing and it'll be wonderful. But also like, take me out on adventure. Take me out somewhere. Oh my God. Like, let's go do something. We're both and it so... doesn't have to be money. It can be like a hike. Let's go on a hike and have a picnic. Like, just, like, let's Boy. go do a thing. Oh. Oh, 
lord uh we're very so different I am people both <laughs> the exact same and also exact opposite of what she just said mm-hmm. so like and by the way listeners this is what it's gonna be is we decide on a topic and then we get on the topic of conversation yeah, and we will run with it until our brains flow. decide <laughs> yeah until our brains decide that that part of the topic's done and we decide to switch chapters to like i don't know the war in normandy or something i don't know it's fucking weird <laughs> The we whole just, war in look, Normandy, not the battle. Look, the whole war. <laughs> <laughs> look, they I'm said not, we are I'm just keeping letting this you know beach. Now. <laughs> I'm gay, and I can't hold a thought together because I'm. I very much have ADHD. I'm too fucking tired all the time. My brain is so fast. I skip chapters. Okay, and that's fine. It's just how it is. That's fine. We'll so we'll, just we'll be get prepared somewhere. For chaos. We'll 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 backpedal. We'll revisit. Mm-hmm. We'll piggyback. We'll do a lot of things. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but coming out, coming out. What was? Uh, okay, coming out was. You came out earlier than I did. I think. Oh, I like significantly earlier. So I came out. <laughs> You're going to, I feel like you're going to have like a very shocked moment. Are you ready? Tell me. I came out when I was 12. How did, okay. I have <laughs> three questions. I have three questions. Okay. Okay. First of all, I have a, a cat's butt in my face. Sir, can you? Thank you. Okay. Um. So we have a kitty cat for the pod. We have podcast cat. His name is Cedric and he's great. But um. Cedric is. My first question cool. is. Okay. He's the great. Anyway, my first question is this. One, how did you know at such an early age? Mm-hmm. Two, was there like a defining moment that made you go, oh, yeah. And then three, what was it like to be like 12 and realize that you were different from everybody and like know why? Because here's how I'm going about this. I did not come out until I was 22, 23. Mm-hmm. What year was the Supreme Court decision? 2016? Yeah. Okay. So 2016, four. I was 24. Fuck. All right. <laughs> you, were, you were older than I currently am. Shut I don't want to talk about it. Um. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So, like, it took me forever. And I mean, I started kind of guessing I might be something not, something other than straight around 19 years old around but like for the longest time people would make jokes of like katie's a lesbian and i was like i'm really not i'm just like i appreciate when women like because i would watch a woman do something, <laughs> i appreciate like, when women that's, that's hot that's the tweet <laughs> but it was <laughs> yeah but like like quite honestly i thought it was sexy when women would do certain things or i thought certain women were sexy but i didn't yeah you liked in, like, when a they sexual way. You, you liked when they opened a book you liked when they went on a job <laughs> you liked watching them shop okay. for beans in the okay grocery store um, okay yeah you liked when they did things you know <laughs> okay but i meant like i liked women in a non-sexual way like i just appreciated women like like almost artistically does that make sense yeah yeah like no. I'm just I'm How just imagining like- you like <laughs> you're in the grocery store and you just see like a woman just like you know looking through Picking the be- like, looking pasta. through the beans and they're like which beans am I gonna get and you're just sitting there like full on lady boner you're you're Never over there life. you were over there br- full on brazzers just squirting <laughs> God squirting in aisle six um, <laughs> they were on the intercom yeah, they know. said get a mop I just like. <laughs> for this whap for this whap a bucket and a mop for this whap mm-hmm. um 
you know, and then it like, so I was older and then it started to occur to me in retrospect that I'd had crushes on like TV characters. Like, okay, my favorite movie as a child was Aladdin growing up and it came to my realization that, oh, I want to kiss both Jasmine and Aladdin Mm. at the same time. And then later I realized I wanted to kiss Jafar because I have a problem with fucked up people who are you can fix really him. sexy i could fix him that's the thing <laughs> i could <laughs> fix him uh, i could right? tell me i'm wrong you're not tell wrong. me i can you fix can fi- that you man can fix him. um okay but okay so your three or questions. have a hell of a good time trying so your three questions were how did you know yeah um, how did you know answer that one first okay so um I don't know. I feel like when I was really young and this is going to be, be very like stereotypical, but like I wasn't I wasn't really into the sporty things. I wasn't into like hunting. I wasn't into football. Like I'd like none of that ever appealed to me. What I did like doing was I like playing with my Legos. I liked drawing with chalk on the sidewalk. I enjoyed video games. I was very much just like like I had some things that were somewhat masculine, but I was definitely a much more like effeminate child. Um. And then, like, I would watch movies as little kids, and I'd just be, like, fascinated by the main characters. Um, like, I remember, oh, God, one of my, like, defining ones is when I was a little kid, and what I could have been more than, like, maybe seven or something when that movie, like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl came out. Do you remember that one? And mm-hmm. I shit you not. And everyone's going to think right now, they're going to think, oh, he was really into Taylor Lautner. And I was like, no, I was really into the little blonde boy who was the main character. Like that, I like I can distinctively be like, okay, that was one of like, that was a childhood, like celebrity crush. Um, And then like oh, that movie, like the Guardians came out and that Jack Frost, that Jack Frost, he was a, yo, he was that a, Jack Frost can fucking get it though. <clears throat> twink. All I have to say, twink, hot, hot uh-huh. twink. Um, so I was like, okay, so there's a thing, but I think like what really, really like defined that, like, okay, um, I'm certainly gay is I had a crush on my best friend and it started off (gasps) as just like, he's really cool. I really want to hang out with him. And then it's turned into like more of like, oh, like he's very, like, I like the way his hair like flops around whenever he's running. I like the way, you know, I like the color of his eyes. I just like, there were little things where I was like, oh, I don't think this is like, maybe friends think this of themselves. And then I discovered the internet and the internet showed me like, oh, here's a lot. Um, I think when I was 12, maybe 11, 11 or 12, I think was when I, and this is going to be rotted, but I, that's definitely the time that I discovered that like internet porn is a thing. (laughs) It's a very young age, but I did like discover it. And I kind of figured out, I was like, oh, like I have a, I have a fascination with the men in these things. Um, you know, hard, hard cocks. That was, that's what we liked. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. Um, but <laughs> I can't believe I had to watch you say it. I just really liked watching people sucking dick and cock. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, yes. so I okay. think that's kind of like how I figured out. Um, and so, you know, here I am, ripe old age of 12, and I'm like, oh, I like men. Like, I didn't. And I think for a minute there, I was like, well, maybe I'm bi. 
And there was like a, a tiny period of time where I had a little girlfriend that lasted like a week. And I was like, mm, I felt nothing. Like literally nothing. Um, yeah. And so I kind of like sat with yeah. it for a little bit. And so I was deeply terrified because my father is a conservative Republican. Um, and I had heard him listening to like Rush Limbaugh in the car. And my parents were, well, my dad and like my grandparents were always really wanting me to get into like sports and other activities. I remember I did martial arts as a kid. I did the Boy Scouts. Um, I did a lot of stuff that was kind of in that realm. And I think that was their like desperate attempt to like just make me straight. <laughs> it didn't work. That's for sure. But I was very, <laughs> very worried. Um, but then there was just like a day at school. I remember I was just like I came out to my best friend. Um, the same one I had a crush on. I don't believe I told him that detail because um, I think that would have been a bit much. Um, but I like told him I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm I'm gay. Um, that erupted <laughs> very quickly. Oh, no. What happened um, there? I just like it spread around school. Um, and within by the end of the day, it was a well-known fact that um, Chief was gay. Um and so we just kind of like I dealt with that for a while. Um, and then I think when I was probably 13, 14, it had to have been like a year and a half or so period of me being like out at school. And then my um, dad like came to me while I was in my room and he was like, so are you gay? And I broke down. <laughs> oh, no. I sobbed. I sobbed and I was like and then he's like I would never kick you out what the what is wrong like what the fuck is wrong with you why did you think that was the case he's like you're he's like you're gay (laughs) you didn't kill anybody (laughs) like my dad did not care my dad did not care he was like okay um it definitely took him some time to get comfortable with it I think um like there was definitely a period of like me having a couple of boyfriends and him being like so how's your friend doing and it's like hmm okay but now he's like he's he's fully (laughs) now he won't stop pestering me about things I remember oh my god last uh had to be like last August he called me like I think I had just started school I'd probably been there for like two weeks um and he calls me and he's like, so, you know, how you doing? How are your classes going? Blah, 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 blah. By the way, have you, uh, have you found anybody? And I'm like, no, dad, I'm miserably single. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, you know, I just wanted to check. I, I don't want you to be like alone forever or anything. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fast That's forward and, I've been, and I end up getting dumped twice that year. So that was great. But I was like, fine, I'll take your advice. I'll go date people. Uh, and that went swimmingly. Um, <laughs> hey, you gotta, you gotta try a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you gotta try. You gotta try. Was there, there, uh, there was definitely a third question in there and I did not answer it. Okay, so my first question? question was answered. My second question was, like, how did it feel? You did that. And the third one was, okay, so you've been out and like aware of your sexuality i'm changing my question because i forgot what it was okay yeah because it's been it's been a solid 10 years now i've been gay for 10 years i've been been gay gay for for longer than that but i've been out for 10 years out for 10 years yeah i've been gay since the 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 jump but like 
out I'm, that I've is been long. gay since the day I was removed, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I popped out gay, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I popped no. out going, See, I hey. See, I, I was a tumor baby. I was a C-sectional. I, I, had, a, I had a removal day. Oh, know? no. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's great. That's great. A tumor baby. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah, I'm um, a scourge to this planet. <laughs> wait, so that would make you a gold star gay? <laughs> yeah. No, I am. Actually, no, I'm not. I've had sex with a woman. Oh, my God. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I have. It was it was it was mid. <laughs> it was mid. Oh no. Well, and maybe part of it is she was a lesbian. Uh, I'm so, gonna like, need this story on this at another time. Why we're a lesbian sto- and a, a gay man having time. sex? Were you just curious? And we're like, well, we're a I good think, choice. Well, <laughs> I I think um, I think we were both really drunk. Oh my! And God. I think we were just like at a party, and we were like, what if we tried this? And we it, did. Why did we you think like, it would be good? It's not good. And oh, I don't. Man. I don't know. We were just like, ah, oh, let's let's cross this one off the list of experiences. Because <laughs> we did a lot of other things, so we were just like, okay, well, what if we try this one? <laughs> fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> did you even know what to do? <laughs> I no. I knew. I knew. I knew. <laughs> I I are just you, like sure? I probably wasn't great. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure she wasn't parts. great either. I don't think she like you know, like like she de- like it was consensual, but I don't think she like wanted it. You know what I mean? Like, like she wasn't like sexually attracted to me. Right. Um, well, if she's a lesbian, she wouldn't. Yeah. Be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I just I didn't want to say like well she didn't want it because then that just turns into a whole mess. Like it was consensual, but like you know it wasn't it wasn't That's her fantasy. <clears throat> right. It wasn't yeah, mine it was just either. Experimenting and honestly. Pfft. I feel like, okay, sexuality is sexuality. I don't even right? know like, if it was experimenting. I don't think we, we even went into it with the mindset of, like, this will change our opinion. I think we were just like, oh, let's do it. And then no one can ever say, like, well, have you ever tried having sex with a man or a woman? And I'd be like, yeah, I have. It was a, not it was a me, solidly Chief. mid-experience. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, see, that's but like, so, like, sexuality is just, like, it's this long spectrum of, like, experiences, right? And you get to choose what they are, which is great. Or yeah. that should be the reality for everyone is that they get to choose what that's what it is right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you get to decide what you do and don't like and sometimes it can be like hey i'm like the most straight person ever but this particular human who shares my gender identity absolutely gets my socks off boy do i think they're hot as fuck doesn't change the fact that i feel socks s- off what yeah. kind of puritan <laughs> 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 what kind of amish <laughs> gets my sock off <laughs> <laughs> Look here, whippersnapper. <laughs> don't make me get out the, the. I don't know. I got, I lost the plot. I lost the fucking plot. What was that, boomer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, zoomer. I'm a fucking oh, millennial. No. Don't make me All put right. you in the fucking corner. <laughs> oh god. My 401k doesn't exist yet, but. <laughs> You get a 401k? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have one of those yet. <laughs> I have not. I've not started. I have a retirement fund. I don't have a 401k. I oh, have God. The, the joys of financial account. security would be a, a blessing in my life right now. <laughs> don't even talk to me. The The year I graduated high school was the year that we went into a recession and we've never recovered. <laughs> so I'm going to need y'all to take several fucking goddamn seats. I'm too old for this shit. I don't. I don't. 
<laughs> uh, I'm tired. Oh, no, like, like to me, okay, so two of my siblings, like, own houses, well, are, are like, renting or own a house, and I'm, like, that that concept blows my mind. Oh, yeah, could never, um, that could never like, be what? me. A house? A whole, a whole house, like, I don't even have a house right now. I'm in an Airbnb. I rent a bedroom <laughs> out of an Airbnb, a, a bedroom. I have a coin laundry in my basement. <laughs> yo, Do you know how much, yo. you know, I did laundry today. Do you know how much my laundry costs? Seven dollars. Three. I have to oh. do one fifty to do the wash. I have to do one fifty to do the dryer. Yeah. I had to go to a grocery store and get change. Buy, I had to buy ice cream so I could get cash back and get change because I don't <laughs> carry cash. <laughs> it was. A I'm disaster. dying. I'm dying. It was um, a lot. What was I talking about? Can, I forgot. Coming out. Coming out. <laughs> oh. Mm, okay. My coming out was interesting. I was in Korea at the time. I was away. Mm. Why were um, you in Korea? I was, oh, well, I went there when I was 22 years old. I graduated from, high, from college. I was going to say high school. No. <laughs> I graduated from college with my bachelor's degree. I'd been running a tutoring company for years, and I worked with all ESL students, ESL being English as a second language. Mm-hmm. I then was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Korea. On a whim. I'm going to. I mm-hmm, I literally was like I'm going to apply to one graduate school. If I don't if I don't get in, I will have applied to jobs in Korea and I will be able to go over there and teach. Okay. And so I did both of those things. I applied to my same university my, for a masters. Yeah. And they told me. Like the dean of the department w- wrote a letter for me and he was like we hardly ever and I mean like in the past like 25 years, we hardly ever take alumni and give them a master's like we just don't accept them into the program because we want them to move on and go to other schools and we want other talent from other schools to come in and like enrich our whatever so he's like your chances of getting in are super low my my college is all like yeah yeah come here be one be one of uh, be be an emory uh graduate student yeah come come make our graduate department i'm like okay you're private you're like a renowned private school what do you mean you need other people to stay here send them away it was weird but that was like their philosophy and they're like it has nothing to do with your skill set but like we're just letting you know straight up we would take you he's like i i'm going to actually fight for you but like i I cannot make all of them vote for you if they don't want to because they're gonna want other candidates from other colleges because it just makes them look bigger Mm. um and so i was like okay so then i was like okay the universe will decide it will either open this door or this door and i will walk down whichever path and i'm chill with that um and so I landed my ass in Korea, and I taught there for four years. I was an, I uh, an English teacher at a, at a little elementary school in the middle of fucking nowhere. It was great. Best experience yeah. of my life. Um, I'm sure it absolutely was. go do it again. <laughs> if I could. I would, fuck, I've never been out of the country. So like, I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh. Okay, on a whim going to Korea. I should do that. Well, it wasn't as much like of that. a whim as I make it sound like. Um, I mean, obviously, there was planning. There were things in, like you wanted to go there. You had to well, make I plans decided and which line country things I wanted up. to go to. Um, yeah, I, there was, been... I mean, there was a lot more than I give you credit for, but also I just the <laughs> concept of I'm just gonna go to Korea because I yeah. want to go to Korea. I'm like uh-huh. I I'm I'm looking like I want to go to TwitchCon in California. Can I financially afford that? Are my plans gonna line up for that? Am I? Uh, no. So okay, oh, continue. I will preface this. I had a very rich daddy who helped fund this particular whim. <laughs> let me go. Let me go find a rich daddy to take care of all my whims. 
Uh, well, I have one he... of sorry, Dad. I don't think my dad will ever listen to this, but sorry, Dad. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, my I I I have a feeling I know why they decided to let like let me quote unquote let me. I was a full ass adult, but like I feel like I understand why they were encouraged by me doing this because it was something completely out of character. I'd never done anything like this before. I'd never ever wanted to be away from home. I'm such a homebody. Um, So I have a feeling I understand what their 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 impetus was for being like, yes, please go to another country and like explore the world. It'll be good for you. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was the best thing I've ever done. Um, It made me a better person. Straight up. Flat up. I'm a better person. I love that. (laughs) Uh, For a lot of different reasons, but mostly children will teach you the like empathy at such a high level. Children are just empathy machines. Yeah, and they just teach you to right. reconnect with your empathy. I was a sympathetic person, but I didn't have a lot of empathy that I could tap into because I was kind of disconnected from my emotions. Working with kids, mm. no longer that way. Yeah. I'm really, really emotional now. See, about, I'm like, an empath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up because I actually am. Don't fuck with the actual witch of the conversation. <laughs> I will lay you out on your ass. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I feel like I'm an empathetic person. I feel, I feel like I definitely, I, I definitely can like get that, that sense. Like I don't like see an aura or anything, but I definitely mm. am like, oh, like I can, I can just tell when people are in moods just like as I kind of mm-hmm. walk in and I see them and I'm like, oh, okay. Like I sense an energy here. I feel like, I feel like maybe today's not the day to joke around with you and to mess with you. Or maybe today is, or maybe like you're really going through it and I should just check in and make sure that you're okay. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't claim to be witchy or to have any of that <laughs> kind of like thing, but I'm definitely like, oh, okay. Like I get it. There you know? are definitely natural empaths. I am. Like it's not a it's not a learned skill. It was yeah, just no, like a thing I'd sure. locked away for so long. Like I always could read people really well. I just chose to ignore it a lot of the time. I can also under- read people very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the library uh, is open, ma'am. All right. Anyway, so oh, coming The library is open. Yeah. yeah. Um so I'm sitting in my apartment in Korea and I'm reading the news about America on Facebook because that's where you get the news. Um Do you, do you still <laughs> use Facebook? I, like extraordinarily rarely. Like never. I See, hardly ever touch it. Because I'm a boomer and I'm on Facebook at least 10 times a day. And oh, my baby. friends all make fun of me. And I'm like, yeah, I love Facebook. Yeah, that's a little old. That's a little old. <laughs> They're like, you're, chief, you're a boomer. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just like, yeah, you are. I just you like are. the drama. And I also like shit posts. Oh, like if I you mean, want a good shit post, you go on there. On there. Posts, for sure. Yeah. Um, I literally found a picture of like snaker doodles. They're snaker doodles in the shape of a snake on Facebook the other day. And I sent them to my friend who's a dad. I'm like, if you like dad jokes, you have to like these cookies. Oh my God. Because <laughs> uh, that's the kind of person I am. So yeah, I'm right. sitting in my in my tiny ass apartment in Korea. I've just come home from work and I see that, you know, the government has decided in their infinite wisdom to be like, hey, all humans should have equal rights. And that includes marriage and same sexes. Cool. Well, they said some people deserve equal rights and gay people are now in that. Um, <laughs> let's, kind of, yes. let's not get misconstrued here at the... <laughs> Oh yes, and now they're trying to go. Oh wait, we're stupid. We oh well, now we they now about. they're trying to turn around and they're like, mm, actually, what if we just said only white straight cis men? 
get rights. Oh, like they're God. they're very much trying to go that route again. It's We're regressing. Two once more. <laughs> they said, "Take a step forward, then take two back." Um, yeah. I want I want off this rock. Um, anyway. <laughs> So the Supreme Court decision came down and I had been for the last, I don't know, X number of years, vaguely in the back of my mind being like, do I like women too? Because like I knew I liked men enough. I mean, I don't like men. You tolerated men. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I wasn't deterred by men as much as I was annoyed by them. Yeah. You were like, I want to fuck you and never listen to you speak again. Look, if men, um, you know that Ryan, you know that <laughs> that X Men movie when Ryan Reynolds doesn't have a mouth and he's still Deadpool, but he doesn't have a mouth. Yeah, that's what you want. That's what I want. Yeah, you want you want the you want the topographical no map of Utah, but you just want no mouth. No talking. No talking. Washboard abs, shitty face, no mouth. I could maybe I should I should find you a man like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's so uh okay uh look i do i'm saying with this with all love in my heart i have some men in my life who i love love in my heart so much like i could just mm, they're the cutest little beans and they're sweet beans chief is one of them i love them in my heart i do not love them in my vagina (laughs) fair i don't think i'd love it there either no, you would not. I don't. No. I don't think I'd. I it's don't not think I'd for like, you. You know, I I like a nice. I like another a nice southern biscuit, but not that kind of nice southern biscuit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. The love in my heart for men. Um, and like. Anyway. I just saw the Sims. Like you know, when you make a wrong choice in your friendship, and you see the little minus sign pop up. Like <laughs> I felt you. Sign. I felt you do that <laughs> when no, I said that. I didn't. I. No, I didn't. Oh no. Uh first of all, you're too baby. Second oh, of all. <laughs> yeah. I am I am baby. Yes. Yep. I am yeah. an old whammon. I'm old. You're I'm thirty old. I'm thirty one. You're not old. Sakes. Decrepit maybe, but old <laughs> <laughs> Now you get the minus red. Now you get the minus little red person. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay you out, little boy. <laughs> Who said I'm a boy? You're not a boy. That's just the worst. Little person. <laughs> Little person. That's an actual, that's- <laughs> oh, that might have the wrong. Uh, that might have the wrong connotation to it. I'm- Little human. Little human. Is human Little, good? I feel Little like human. human's okay. Yeah, I'm a. I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a bean. You're I'm a bean. bean. I'm a bean sprout. Oh. Little bean. I'm gonna lay you out, little bean. I can't be okay. mean and say little bean. What letter can he skit? Is this? <laughs> What fucking letter Kenny skit are we doing right now? God damn it. Okay. I love Letter Kenny. I okay, I have not seen more than like six episodes of season one. I am officially I fell in love with the, the first fucking scene of the first episode. It's fucking it's so modern good. Shakespeare. No one it's, can convince me on otherwise. It's it's literally, impeccable. It's, it is it's, the most it's impeccable the writing. Best, like it is one of the best shows on TV, I think. Easily. Um it's like for me, I think it's like Heartstopper, Shit's Creek, and then maybe Letter Kenny. I think that's kind of like my Creek little my top. Is three my right favorite now. show. Shit's Creek, Bob's Burgers, mm. Archer. Bob's there, Burgers. Isn't there because... a Bob's Burger like movie coming out? Yes. Yes. That's what I've heard. Not sponsored. Not sponsored by Bob's <laughs> Burgers. Now, Good uh, although they would because. Uh, Bob's Burgers would sponsor because they're very queer friendly and always have been. Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Well, Tina. <laughs> Marshmallow. Mm, yeah. Literally, yeah. like, Bob is Tina, respects. Is Tina gay in that show? If it's not, no. it's heavily implied. If not, it's heavily no. implied she's a queer person. It, she's at at, decidedly not. But um, she just she, reads heart. awkward. I she's mean, at an, heart, maybe. She's an she's ally. She's super she's into ally. guy butts, though. She's, like, super into boy butts. It's, like, her mm. whole fucking shtick is boy butt. Me too. I love yeah. a good butt. Okay, coming out. <laughs> uh, just, I'm, I know, I know. I'm becoming the there. TV review podcast. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. And someday when Keith gets me drunk enough, we'll have a Star Wars episode where I will give, I will just, for the I'm, two hours that we talk, I will I'm bitch so the ready. whole time. Like, okay, I for hate, context, when Katie and I were, were talking about doing this, uh, we... <laughs> I suggested, like, we were talking about things that we like and don't like, and I was like, oh, I'm such a Star Wars nerd. I love it. And Katie's like, I hate Star Wars. I fucking um, So I'm ready it. for that discussion. I'm ready for the, like, the guttural hatred and the absolute adoration. I think okay, that dichotomy will be good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I'm right. Like, so I know out. this. So coming out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't take the slander today. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting on my bed. I'm reading this thing, and I just go, you know what? You're absolutely fucking bi, dude. And I just like said it to myself like out loud. I was like, you're fucking bi, dude. Mm-hmm. And so I texted my friend there in Korea. I was like, dude, I am pretty sure yeah, I princess, love. Princess. I, I'm pretty sure I love like women and men like equally. And she was like, okay, sounds good, dude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, that went great. <laughs> and I like paused, like very confused because she didn't really care. Yeah. She was like, uh-huh, sounds good. And the reason why she was like, great. I have like seven other yeah, gay friends who texted me today too. And the reason why I was like too. confused was because like <laughs> we had for sure made out several times while like super fucking drunk in Korea, and like yeah, and that's like, absolutely what friends, friends do. And I had uh. no interest in her like at all. See, this is this is why like you like oh my god, gay women, gay you will fully full you will you will make out and fully finger behind the Whataburger. And you'll be like, okay, well, that's not just what this bitch, do. but I will make out with somebody. <laughs> um, but like, I literally have no interest in her. Like, not that she's not gorgeous and wonderful and amazing. She is. Um, but I had no interest. I was just, just like, that's just a friend. But like, yeah, I'll make out for funsies because that's funny. Mostly I, I did it because it's funny. Usually it's funny. Like there's some dude going, <laughs> mm-hmm. what? And, and I like <laughs> making fun of those <laughs> men so because they are the easiest targets on the planet. Sometimes I'm bored at bars. Have you ever been bored at a bar? My favorite thing in a bar is to fuck with men. Oh, yeah. Oh, straight men are the easiest to mess with. Oh, my God. We had this. <laughs> I, went, I went to this bar recently and we saw these. I'm going to call them children because they, they look like they got <laughs> oh, in the face. No. Like, <laughs> they were solidly like 16. And this kid. Oh, this kid was blazed. Oh, he was blazed. And we had like one token left. And we just like, I reached into my pocket. And I was like, hey, buddy, I have a gift for you. He was like, yeah. I was like, I'm giving you my last token. And I like very dramatically like took it. And I gifted it in his hand. I took like both my hands and I like clasped his hand. And I was like, you have a nice night, bud. And he was like, oh, bro, you're fucking sick. And I'm like, you were so funny. (laughs) You straight uh, white boy. You are the funniest. Okay, but you know who's the best person though? to mess with? Like I just knew the, it was gonna make his night, and he was oblivious. He was oblivious <laughs> to my like three friends just cackling as I did it. 
Like they were losing it. And I'm like, yeah, they're so fun. The best straight white dudes, though, like the best ones. Um, I don't remember his name, but you know the guy who uses the S's at the end of his sentences in Letterkenny? Yeah. And that's what I appreciate about you, Katie. That one. Yeah. Which, yeah, by the yeah. way, her name and my name are spelled the same. K-A-T-Y. I love that. I love right? that. I love it for me, too. Um, that guy, he is what I would refer to as a teddy bear. That is a teddy yeah. bear man. And I mean that he is a straight dude. He is, but he is, he's there to love on women and protect them and be a sweet bean. And those men, you protect until the end of time. Mm-hmm. And you, because they are your best, like, ally and defense. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. Those men are the one that I protect because I fucking love giant dudes who look scary as fuck, but are actually out. Like puppy dogs, they're kittens. Yeah. Oh, they're wonderful. They're the golden retriever energy. Yes. Yes. Himbo energy. Golden retriever himbo energy. I love energy. it. I love a himbo. Okay. Okay. Me so too. you you came out to your friend. You're in Korea. I did. You're reading through the Facebook. Same day. Come out to her. I texted my mom and I go. So not that this really matters or anything, but I just thought I'd let you guys know I'm by. <laughs> <laughs> That's so casual. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and the way I phrased it was a little bit like I very carefully, I am an English literature major. I parse my words very carefully. Like I pick and choose words very directly. And, and, and as an ex computer science major, you saying parse actually triggered me. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so I pretty, I don't remember the exact verbiage. I actually just deleted these texts the other day off my computer. If I'd known that we were going to have this conversation, I would have saved them so I could have referenced them. Um, because yes, I did screenshot the text I had with my mom because I am that, I am that extra. But it was something along the lines of, hey mom, I know this won't change how either of you feel about me, but I thought you guys should know that I'm bi. And what I was doing is I was laying a boundary. That was what I did. Like as an adult person, I was like, okay, this is the expectation by saying it that way is I know you're not going to. They would have to refute me and tell me I'm wrong and then be negative. Yeah. Which you were just like, lays I'm it nice all at I'm the nice feet. one in this conversation. Exactly. Now I took control. I took control of it. And yeah. I did that for two reasons. One, I didn't think I was going to get a negative reaction in the first place. And two, I was, I was very quietly laying my boundary of just like this is how I expect to be treated no differently than I have been before. And that's exactly what I got. Neither of them give a good goddamn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dad was just like, I don't give a shit. She going to do what she going to do. She's always going to do what she's going to do. So it's just that's my kid. Yeah, She's like this is do- this is no different than you've been for the last 24 yeah. years of your life. So pop off. Yeah, pretty much he was just like, yeah, whatever, dude. It's fine. He's like, I get it. I've seen women. <laughs> uh, and we never actually like Okay, but also, okay, so that feeds into, like, okay, have you ever noticed, like, I feel like straight men and lesbians get along so well. Like, gay women and straight men, like, y'all just, it's, it's like gay men and straight women. I don't know if it's yeah. that common interest or what, but, like, y'all just get it with each other. Like, like well, I have yeah. straight friends. I, I, I'm friendly with the straight men, but, like, you know, they just don't get it. But when I'm around a straight woman, you know, I, like, I will say the wildest shit, and they're like, I get you. Like, I... I, I'm unhinged around straight women and they're like, I get it. Like they get queer culture and I feel like straight men get lesbian women. Like they really get it. 
depending on the type of lesbian woman yeah because i mean if you yeah. if you drop like a quote-unquote lipstick what lesbian in a group of like well yeah dudes, yeah but like a, that's not gonna know, blend just like but a if, like a chapstick lesbian or a butch lesbian mm, it's the straight yeah. men understand if you get a if you get a lesbian who works in construction or something she totally oh. gets straight men like she is a straight man or even just like a retail lesbian let's not let's not go into the super you know masculine like let's just go like where's no. flannel uh, unless every it, tuesday like, <laughs> like the uh the oh my god what is that store um the, the like the Navy? really hippy dippy one. Oh, the hippy dippy one like they um, sell like crystals and they sell like the the, the dream catchers <laughs> and the weird furniture and the um oh starts with an oh. a you know what I, i'm talking I was, about i was gonna say amber crumbie and fitch but that's not it um no um because oh. amber crumbie and fitch is aggressively straight yeah it'll come the store name will come back to me or someone will someone are you talking about h&m no not h&m um no no this is like fully um oh my god it is on the tip of my tongue what is that fucking is this where store? like all the instagram bitches go no it's like a uh i don't know um but i was told my story while you look this up um yeah. so i just i have that text conversation and it kind of doesn't really go anywhere from there and i kind of was just like okay i texted my sister and i told her i texted my brother and i told him and they were all just like all right thanks for telling me and my brother was like oh yeah i knew that I was anthropology like, anthropology yes anthropology you you get it now you get why i was like crystals and weird furniture and yada yes yes yeah. yes yes um anthropology yeah, that, like like they wouldn't get her they wouldn't get the yeah 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 they wouldn't get the anthropology lesbian they'd be yeah, so confused no, no. by her <laughs> they'd be like you're a straight woman right and they'd be like no and they're like but have you tried it with a man <laughs> why is that always the question i had this dude come up in my dms think one time and they want in your pants i had this dude come in my dms one time and was like so you're a witch and we got on a conversation about that and i was like this is fine i'm not like threatened by this or anything so i was like yes i'm a, I'm a practicing witch and then he was like okay so are you like gay or something is this just like a lesbian thing <laughs> i was like oh my god he, he was on tinder and he ran into eight eight yeah eight yeah. witch yeah. lesbians and they were like yeah and he he got the assumption and then he messages you and he's like are they uh-huh. all are they all and it was is this on a gay twitter thing? and i think it was I on think... twitter how weird is that that like, is he was, strange like, aggressively also, weird about I feel it like, on twitter i feel like being a witch is a queer thing Oh, I like <laughs> yeah, I wrote a whole master's thesis. Yeah, you did. You did. We, we need to we need to dig into that at some point on this pod. We, uh, we can. When we day. talk about witches, yeah. we can talk about it. Um, But anyway, I, my brother was like, oh, yeah, I knew. And I was like, well, you couldn't tell a bitch like <laughs> motherfucker. You're like 13 years older. Could than you, you, could you have told have, me <laughs> you couldn't like a few have years earlier? That would have helped. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but it wasn't my place to tell you what you were. And I was like, OK, <laughs> but like had anybody it had. Had it occurred to anybody to be like, hey, dude, maybe some of this like weird social awkwardness you have with other humans is because you can't quite figure out what your sexuality is because you you have been stuck oh, in yeah. a social circle of like feeling like that's maybe not OK, even though, you know, it's OK. Like I've had gay friends my whole life and I mean, women, men, trans people, non-binary people. Gay yeah. as hell. Everybody's gay. Everybody be gay. It's fine. Everybody's and gay. And I never Everyone's gave a, a good gay. goddamn. Yeah. I never gave a good goddamn unless it was some straight dude picking on a gay kid and then I was pissed about it and I would threaten them. Yeah. 
which is and why I we that, you know that's that 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 uh gay person straight woman uh solidarity you know yes and so for like the longest time i didn't even think about it in high school i didn't think about it in middle school it never occurred to me that it was a problem even though in middle school i definitel kissed did a girl like um and we did it uh no <laughs> no katie no because i <laughs> uh, Does she taste like cherry I... chapstick? <laughs> no, she tastes oh. like root beer chapstick, oh. which is the inferior I, chapstick. I she should have tasted like Dr. Pepper, which is what I was wearing. Dr. Pepper. Okay. I love root beer. It's okay so to be shush. Wrong. But Dr. Pepper chapstick is the better one. If you're going to wear a chapstick flavored like, like a soda, wear the Dr. Pepper one. Dr. Pepper is okay. my favorite soda. Okay, We've talked about this. I you am, know, I I am say, the okay, right I kind of Dr. gay. I love Dr. Pepper. I went to the... the... I was going to say, Are I you went drinking to the gas a Mr. Right Pib? this, and I looked at the Dr. Pepper, and I was like, but I haven't had a Pib in like a month. Because um, Pib is right there. Ooh. Pib I've extra. never had a Mr. It's Pib. It's different. Mm. Mm-mm. No, and, Dr. Uh, Pepper look, is where it's look, at. Dr. Pepper I shall is never the be superior con- drink. But sometimes I want less, tw- I don't want 23 flavors. Sometimes I'm just in the mood for spicy cherry, you know? Like sometimes. Tw- Oh, well, if that's what you want, if that's what you want, you need to do the big K um, black cherry because that I like, shit I like, is... I like the little spice, but like sometimes mm, I don't want to Why taste are we the, doing like, the almond. I don't want to taste the licorice. I don't want to taste the... Like, like, there's a lot going on in Dr. Pepper, and sometimes I'm just like, take me back to the roots. Take me back to the one flavor. Take me back to the cherry. Because um, the 23 is mm, great. I but love it's, cherry it's a, Pepsi. It's a palate overload. You know, sometimes I just need to, to dial it back. Because I had, like, four Dr. Peppers the other day. And I was like, okay, that was enough. Um. Oh, boy. This is a controversial opinion. But it's one I will say with my full chest. As a Coke lover, meaning the soda, um, I love regular Coke. Cherry Coke is also good. But you know what is actually better than cherry Coke in the Coke world with a flavoring? Cherry Pepsi is the superior cherry-flavored soda. And I will die on okay. this hill. And my reasoning is this. Okay. Coke is too spicy. And I know it's not spicy, spicy, mm-hmm, but it's like mm-hmm. it's too, there's too much on the back It's a little end. astringent. And that's like. Cherry Pepsi has that sweetness. Yes. Like Coke is the superior cola yeah. beverage. Like everybody knows Coke is the best. Strong like, opinion. Er, Coke is the best. Strong goat. opinion. You can't beat it. Pepsi is too fucking Diet sweet. Diet Coke. Superior. Yes. Um, especially ginger no, lime. Diet Coke. Not. Because the diet, like the regular Cokes don't have the fun flavors. What? But Diet Coke has a ginger lime flavored Diet Ugh. Coke. And they also have a blood orange doctor or a Diet Coke. And it is both of those. You could, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I will butt chug both of those. Put a funnel up the, I, I uh, love them. Ooh, I hate aspartame. Some, I, I can don't, taste the aspartame. I, I, can, I can. I can. But like, anything. I feel like they balance it out with everything else in those ones. That like it's drinkable. Like I've had like a diet Dr Pepper. It's it's too it's it's too aspartame forward. Like I can't do that. Um, yeah, it's it just depends. But okay, I can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. so you come out to brother brothers. Like I knew. Um, did the story go any further? Uh huh. It was very no. It was the most anticlimactic bullshit in the world. I have actually never had a negative reaction to me saying that I'm like gay. And see, I use them interchangeably. I say gay, I say queer, and I say bi. And to clarify for those listening, 
My buy is actually today's standard pan. However, I don't like being referred to as kitchen utensils. Yeah, because well, because um, pan always that's what has my brain that like. When I hear there's that. always I the person when you say your pan, they're gonna be like, "Oh, so you like to fuck dishes?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, that's not what that means." Um, so no, it's not. And I'm I don't care about other people yeah. using pan. Well, as and everyone should use the phrasing totally for that. But that I just them, and I think. I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot yeah, of opinion on the about... you know the word bisexual and the the distinction between bi and pan that I think um, you know some people some people would actually be upset if yeah. you implied that by by definition means that you're only attracted to the the two genders the two mainstream genders. Um, yeah, I'm actually that person who gets offended by that because yeah, that's exactly. not what the official meaning of bi is. I go back to like the 1970s definition of bi where it's same sex and yeah. other genders. So mine and others, meaning it can be any gender identity. I don't give a good goddamn yeah. what your gender identity is. I don't care what you got in your pants. It's none of my fucking business See. until you so want to make it So if I have a million dollars business. in my pants, I just won't tell you. I mean, you probably <laughs> shouldn't because I will definitely beat you. Um, I love that. <laughs> Um, honestly, I, you could punch me. I'd probably thank you. You're so beautiful. Um, <laughs> um, you could, you could punch me. Shit Has on my chest it and lie. Like Ta- and I would probably say thanks. Um, <laughs> no, Absolutely no, you could. No. You could. Okay. I had, what was I? Um, mm. okay. So you mentioned your brother and you were like, okay. So he knew. So that's, that's really funny. Cause that kind of, so talking about coming out, I, I feel like now is the time to mention that, um, my dad rolled the dice and he was a really lucky, a lucky man because his two children, his two biological children ended up both being gay. Um, my younger sister is also gay. <laughs> and, um, I love that. so she decided to come out. Oh God. It's probably been three years ago. I think she came out. She was like 16 or 17 when she came out. And let me tell you the audacity, the audacity, because she's younger than me. So I'd been out for like a few years, very comfortably. Um, and my sister is in a car ride with my stepmom and my younger brother. And she decides to tell them that she's gay before she tells me. She rolls the dice and she's like, okay, I'm going to take my luck here instead of telling my very, very openly gay brother that I am gay. And then she comes home. It. She comes home with them. The and cajones. my stepmom comes and knocks the on my door. And I'm like, yes. And she's like, so your sister just came out to us. So my sister did not even tell me. I find out from my stepmom. <laughs> That my sister is gay. Um, I love it. It's very, it's just very funny. But I'm like, I paved the way for you, and you did not even, (laughs) you didn't even have the gall to come to me. Like, how how dare dare you, you? young person? Um, yeah, I love her to death. I love that. I wanted to kill her for about a week. (laughs) I was. Was that the one who was in the no, um, chat other. the other that's day when you sister. were playing my, Fortnite? My my lesbian sister doesn't uh, pop around the Twitch okay. channel. Um, sadly, I wish she did. 
She would love it. She would love it. Um, sometimes my brother <laughs> does. Sometimes my brother is, I think, is the only sibling of mine who actually has like regularly appeared on the Twitch channel. Um, he comes around every once in a while. But yeah. Nice. To clarify, for my mind, where are you in the line of children? Um, I am. Oh God. So I'm. T- as far as like my household, I'm the oldest one. I'm the elder. Um, in the grand scheme of my siblings, I'm solidly the middle, the middle child. Um, okay, so that's including like your step siblings and stuff. yeah, my step siblings and my half siblings. I'm I'm solidly the middle, the middle child. Um, so I got this weird mix of like you know my parents and my my stepmother had had like other kids, so they like kind of knew how to take care of a child. Um, but I primarily lived with my dad and I was his first kid. Um, so I got, had like the experience of like a parent who has raised children before and kind of got through that bump and then living primarily with the one who didn't <laughs> child before this. So, um, and then <laughs> unfortunately when I was no longer in my mother's care, I'm like, oh, okay, you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I figured that out pretty early on that he was just like kind of figuring it out. And by the time I was 18, I was like, you have no idea what you're doing, do you? And that's fine. Not in a mean way. Like he figured it out. My dad is doing very well for himself. He's a very happy person. But I'm like, you, you didn't know how to raise a kid. You kind of figured it out as you went. And then I threw a curveball at you and I said, guess what? Gay kid. Um, (laughs) Have fun. And then he had to figure that out too. Um, yeah, and then so reconcile you had a that. totally different. Yeah, you had a totally different experience than for me because I was both the baby of the family and an only child in a way. Okay, yeah, then we we. Had I am very ten. Like okay, so I have a half brother who's like I think like thirty years older than me or something. Um, I don't know, maybe like twenty, probably at the max. Um, and then I have an, but I never grew up with him. He was never really around, so. My brain puts him in like almost like cousin territory in my head because it's just like he was just like like distant relative. Right. Yeah. I never really had him around. Um, And then I have a brother who's 13 years older than me and a sister who's exactly 10 years and three days older than me. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So by the time she was 19 and moved out of the house and in college and on her own, I was nine years old. So like, yeah, that's big. I was, a big distance. I was basically an only child from like nine or 10 years on. Like my siblings would come yeah, back. Like they would come but, around, but they weren't, they weren't there on the day to day. Like the day to day was their house. You. Yeah. It was my house. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have a room. They didn't have a space that they lived in. I, it was my room, my living room, my TV, my cats, my mom and dad. So I had both experience of like, yeah, we share parents, but these are my parents. And I had a different version of my parents than my siblings had. So yeah. it's, um, it's interesting to me to hear like where you fall in the line. Mm. Yeah, solidly. Because it solidly, sounds almost likely you were treated like an only child sometimes. <laughs> like I was, I feel like I, I wasn't really, because my, my siblings are all relatively close in age to me. There's, I think one of them, she's like two years younger, my uh, the uh, the gay sister, she's three years younger, and then my brother is like three and a half, four years younger. So it's not like a massive thing. Um, like we were all in high school at the same time. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So like, we, there was a point. I think my, by my senior year, all of us were in high school together. 
Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, my my stepsister, she was the grade below me, and then the other two were the grade below that. So they were, they were two years apart. So, yeah, by my junior year, all of us went to the same high school, um, and we had a similar experience. However, on the flip side, I'm the only one who actually graduated from that high school. The other three, uh, the year after I left, they all became ho- uh, homeschooled. So, <laughs> oh wow, yeah, it, was a, it was a weird thing. So I'm the only one who ever actually like, I'm the only high school graduation my parents got to go to. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and I'm the oldest, and they only went to my graduation. They didn't have a graduation ceremony for the rest. Um, yeah, my parents at one point had one in an elementary school, one in a middle school, and one in a high school all at the same time. Strange. So right, like my brother was a senior in high school. My sister was like in eighth grade or something, and I was in kindergarten. Interesting. Okay, so looking. Yeah. Okay, so looking back at the coming out subject a little bit, let's dial back. Let's reel it in. Um, yeah. Do you think? Because I know that you kind of keep up with things. Because like being someone who who streams and is um around uh you know younger people, do you feel like in today's like culture and kind of the society we're in right now do you feel like you would have come out younger had you grown up do you feel like if you were a zoomer or a zillennial do you think you would have come out sooner? Um, it's a curveball question uh actually that's a really easy answer for me the answer is no it wasn't that i ever so here's the thing about me i was never afraid of what people thought of me yeah well i think it was more of a like because I... I think looking at like the ease of access to like queer information, the kind of the, the more normalized it is now at such a young age. I mean, you have like, I mean, like I was, I was the odd one out oh, even for yeah. my generation, you know, but like you have middle schoolers who are like fully, fully confidently out oh. and have themselves figured out. They know their gender identity. They know their sexuality and they are like, oh, I am confident. Yeah, totally. In this. Yeah. So in answer to your question, me personally, no, I would not have probably because I, I'm one of those people that until I understand how I feel about it, I don't say shit because you know what's free? Shutting the fuck up. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and so I've always, and, and that's just me as a person. So me as a person, no. Me, if I was a different kid and had a different like view of the world mm. and view of myself, absolutely I think so. I think it's not necessarily easier because I don't want to diminish how it feels to come out because it still feels Yeah, no, I mean even like even it's even today hurdle. that's like a terrifying thing cuz I mean even if it's a even thing. if like you're with your peers it's fine like you know, your parents yeah. are always a situation a, um and also just like experience. it's scary to go out into the world I think and be like I am this. You know. It's vulnerable. It's a it's a big vulnerability it really is. to like reveal something about yourself that's really intimate. And I think part of me I take offense to the idea of having to come out. Like I view it as like, well, because straight is people don't have to. About me, the straights don't have yeah. to do any of that. It's just us. This is like, like I don't know why anybody cares what I like to do with my genitalia. That's what I don't understand about the whole thing. It's like, why do you care what I like to do with yeah, my genitals? Yeah, police my they're body. Mine. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, they're mine. They're they're not touching your body. Why do you give a shit? You know, I think I think <laughs> the, I think the reason is I think people like to put people in boxes. You know, I think they I do. Think, I, and I think I think and that's there's... a human thing, though. I think we all like. I mean, even 
you know, I think everybody is like, okay, well, you know, what's your, what's your race? What's your next, your nationality? What is your political leanings? What's your sexuality? Like people like to have that kind of mental checklist and that mental, like, kind of Rolodex of the people that they know in their life so they can be like all right well these people who I know fit into this box these people who I know fit into this box these people fit into both these boxes like people like that um there's an anthropological reason for it like I understand it from like an anthropology side of things like communities want to create like conditions so that they can like bond and create safe spaces and control their reality yeah and also for it's some people it's, it's also just like uh i think people like to they like to know people i think that's i think that's a general right. thing i think we just like to know about people's lives yeah. that's why people listen to podcasts and they watch tv shows about people that they you know experiences that they don't have like people are just interested in right. the other um so they like to but it's also it's a self-preservation instinct like we are literally designed to want to find like people so that we can feel safe and like we're not alone because mm. And I think that is particularly prevalent in perhaps an American mindset. Yeah. Um, having lived in another country where their view of the world is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize just the American, like, the I in American people. We're very I-centered. We're very me, 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 me. Mm. Other cultures are more us. Like, yeah. for example, m- my best explanation of this is in Korean, I would say our brother to describe my brother. In English, I say my brother. Oh, fascinating. Like, literally, the correct yeah. way to say it grammatically is, um, uri o- I'm not going to even try and say it in Korean. Don't even, I'm not. <laughs> but it's, it breaks down to our brother, meaning, like, ours as in, like, the communal brother. Yeah. Like, the communal to my family's brother. I would not say my, because that would be too, like, you limiting. Know, it's it's so, interesting to hear that. And I, I think now knowing that, because with my background in French, I would say that maybe even that kind of like self-centric egocentric view of things i think maybe just translates more into white people than it does anything because even in french you're saying like uh mon frère you know you're talking my brother you there's yeah, very few brother. cases where you say r or you use like the royal we um like that's just not right a thing. but you also have to break it down on like a cultural level french people are far more unified than like americans oh are. yeah yeah for sure i just think like if, if you're looking from a linguistics perspective because i think i remember even oh in, yeah totally yeah um but yeah culturally like white people are all about themselves um <laughs> for sure 100 percent. so like when i when i get all into this mindset of just like okay i'm analyzing why we all want to do these things so I get annoyed with the whole, what are you, where, what box do you check? But I also know that at the same time, labels are affirming because I like telling people that I'm bi. I enjoy that. Oh, I like telling people that fully. I'm a woman. I enjoy telling people my pronouns. I like making jokes of like, yeah, sometimes I'm 404 gender not found. And on those <laughs> days, woman is like the worst insult you could say to me. Don't talk about it. I don't want to be that yeah. because of like. That's a whole conversation, like the societal pressures of being a woman, mm-hmm. like what woman means. Yeah. And that's why some days I literally am just 404 gender not found. Like I, I don't identify with that. I don't want to talk about it. I'm too sad or <laughs> tired or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> I am just a little they existing in this flesh suit of mine. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I definitely get that. And I just, I love, I love being gay. I love, I love they, being gay. Well, I had someone I come into my Twitch chat the other day and they were like, you're so gay and I love it. And I was like, me too. 
like I'm mm-hmm. unapologetically gay in every aspect of my life and it's it's really funny like even at work like I oh I'm a gremlin gay at work <laughs> like they I think I scare <laughs> some of the others who I work with because I just completely unapologetically I, I'm like walking around I'm like yes uh, pop off pussy queen slay like <laughs> all the time Oh my you God. know, they look at me just with this, like, mortified, like, what is this goblin who has walked in here? Um, but <laughs> I love it. And, you know, it, it, some people might not, you know, appreciate that about me, but I do. And I think that's it's something that I, I'm happy. So when someone's like, what are you? I'm like, I'm gay. Oh, I'm, I'm fully, full on, like, sucking dick and cock gay. <laughs> and I love it. I love the word gay because... Here's my thing. I have this like, okay, so I became a better person in Korea. It doesn't mean that the little devil inside my soul doesn't still live there. It does. And it, it, I am, okay, so here's, I tell myself tiny chaos because I like to fuck with people on a very micro level. I'm not going to literally make you cry, but I like to make people uncomfy because it's fun for me. <laughs> I like to, I like Squirm. to, I like to challenge just like. I, do. I like to yeah, challenge. Totally. I, I like to challenge the social contract a lot because I think that there's a lot of things, use... especially in American culture, that are very just like I, everything is so heteronormative. Everything is so just like tame, and I'm like, it shouldn't be. It's very and it's so puritanical. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't. I, I literally can't. But anyway, my favorite thing is to use gay as like an umbrella term. I know that's not technically true. I don't care. It's a problem for somebody else. It's not my problem. I use gay. So when people are like, what about you? Do you have a husband? I go, oh, no, I'm too fucking gay for that shit. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And they go, oh, so do you have a wife? And I'm like, no. So I'm still too gay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, okay, who, wh- who do you date? And I'm like, anybody I want to. Fair. I never give straight up answers. I and I love watching them like wrestle with like this. Concept yeah, because like, they're like, uh, oh, what, what, what do you what if you. They, they're like yeah it's a or b for a lot of people and they don't yeah uh-huh. you gotta fall some, like everyone falls somewhere between nobody is a or b um i also so and a lot of the time i toss it out there as like a, a testing the waters to see what their first reaction is right mm-hmm. like if you say oh i'm gay do they flinch do they get really quiet for a second and think like what's the reaction because that usually dictates what i do next if they're chill and they're like oh okay and i go well i'm bi yeah i'll then follow yeah. it up with more clarification because like okay this is an okay conversation to enter into. If they do a pause for too long and it's got too much of a, an air of not naughty to it, I will then double down and just be even more irritating. Fair. Because at that point, I'm just going to play Baby Runs for President until they shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, so, what, who's the last person you've come out to? When was the last time you've come out? Because we said this is an ongoing process. So when was the... I literally time? came out yesterday on stream accidentally to this person who I thought was saying like, oh, you're an ally, like to me. But they were talking about a character in Mass Effect. They were like, it's an ally. And I was in the most <laughs> embarrassed I've ever been. <laughs> oh, I love that. I literally on camera like shrank down and went off like like out of frame. And I was like, I'm so, so embarrassed. <laughs> But I, I did it literally yesterday. Um, the last person I came out to, like, in my real life, um, when I, okay, if I go on, like, Tinder or a dating site, I have to come out. 
straight up. Yeah, that's fair. That's how you die. I'm in a very red state. It's very not safe to not be straight up with people. Uh, that's a good way to die. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so I just put it out there so I can be like, so the, did you read my profile? Did you see that I do blah 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 blah? You know, mm-hmm. like do you, do you do you know? Were you paying yeah. attention? Did you see that I like uh, both? I know... Did you see that I like every hole? Did you see that part? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know them boys be swiping left because they see, you know, red lips and blue eyes. That's about all they're looking at and some tit, you know? Yeah, well, they see those absolute 15-pound boobas and they're like, oh. <sighs> I like how I grabbed him and looked down at them appreciatively. <laughs> you, were, you, you broke out the honka scales honka? for a second. You put them down and you were like, huh, how did he know they were 15? They're extremely close to that. You're oh, not I wrong. Love that. <laughs> I think they're I think they're 17 pounds or something. <laughs> I weighed them at one point. I don't know. I'm, anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to think of so I think the last person. So it's really funny because in my daily life, I don't really need to come out that often. I feel like people just know. Um one of the pleasures. I feel of like being, it's more obvious for you. Well, and I'm I'm very confident in it. Um and I I'm pretty stealth. You know, I, I, I don't like I don't go around. I'm like, I'm gay. I'm gay. like, I don't do that. But I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> I, I've, I've told you before. And so our, our listeners don't know about this, but um, I actually affect my voice on a daily basis because I'm a vocalist and there's a, a thing like to help protect and keep your vocal cords healthy. It's helpful to speak in a higher pitched voice, like nothing crazy, but to just kind of be up kind of in your head voice. Um, it's a little gentler on the vocal cords. So I speak like this all the time, and I I do have uh, the gay accent. I do have it, um, and I'm fine with that. Um, and I'm just you know I'm I'm just naturally me. But I do know that I'm like this on my daily, and a lot of people are just like they don't even need to ask. Um, and I I like I always am like oh yeah my ex boyfriend my my you know I went to Pride I went to like I I I say things without prefacing them with I'm gay, but I did have a, a coworker. And I was talking to one of our customers who was like a regular and we were just talking over the bar and I was like talking about my gay sister. And at one point, (laughs) this barista who I'd been working with solidly for like a week and a half at this point, like he, I don't know how he didn't know, but he looks over and he's like, chief, wait, are you gay? And I was like, yes. And literally the way that like the three other people on staff like turned around and they were like, you didn't know? him and i think there was even like another customer oh, who's no. just kind of looking and gave like the little like questioning eyebrow like are you, does this did this guy really not notice <laughs> um, i love it i love yeah. it so like much. i attract gay people there was one i like i was at a register one day and these two girls came up and they were lesbians they were full-on lesbians and they come up i love it and they were just like and you know, I was like, hi, welcome in. And they're like, hi, how are you? And they were just like talking. And I was like, are you guys ready to order? And they're like, no, we're still figuring it out. And they were just like chatting. And then the way that there were two of us taking orders at the register and both of them were free and they come to my register and we're just chatting. And I'm like, yeah, I attract that. I attract the lesbians because they they know I'm a safe one. I wish I wish I attracted lesbians. I, can I talk about how much I, I love wish lesbians? I attracted more lesbians? Because these were like customers. I want more lesbian friends. If you're if you're lesbians. a lesbian listening, find me, and come be my best friend. Hi. <laughs> okay, but ignore them. Uh, date me. <laughs> date me. Date me. I I'll I'll I'm... take I'll take a man. 
Um, that'd be great. If you're looking, if you're single and ready to mingle, uh, let me give you my address. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you want an, an emotionally unattached woman who basically wants you to treat her like a house cat where she will come and tell you when she wants cuddles and affection and then don't touch me and don't talk to me. Leave me the fuck alone. Fair. That's, that's what I'm offering. And if you're looking for a quickie a behind the piggly wiggly, um, DM me. <laughs> Um, not the piggly wiggly <laughs> the piggly wiggly oh my no <laughs> okay i have to okay i'm gonna wrap this around because the piggly wiggly made me think about this okay i'm going to confirm that you have in fact seen steel magnolias yes i have it's been a long okay. time though so the plot details are a little a little a little you okay know. okay that's fine. You and I need to watch it together sometime, do a movie night, because I feel like you cannot be a fully gay person and not watch that movie and appreciate the fuck out of it. Fair. I feel like it's like it's like a rite of passage thing. OK, yeah. uh, that movie and then Fried Green Tomatoes, because both Kathy are, Bates in Saran Wrap. Both are fantastic. Kathy Bates in Saran Wrap is a it's a revelation. You know, I feel OK, because Kathy Bates is in like American Horror Story. And she's been in some funky mm-hmm. scenes, and I feel maybe I'm wrong. Someone will correct me, um, you know, DM or like tweet me if you need. But um, I feel like she was in Saran Wrap in American Horror Story too, and you know, it's that whole like if I had a nickel for every time that Kathy Bates had a Saran Wrap scene, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it it's happened. More twice. nickels than you think you'd have. It's, it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fantastic I actress. I don't know because I think she's only in season three with the witches. Because I've only seen no, season one. She's, and season she's three. definitely in the hotel season. Um, because oh, I okay, no way I, I would know. not watch Lady Gaga on TV. I did not watch Lady Gaga season. Mm, I did not. Lady Gaga. I, is beautiful. I always say I say that about I, her a lot. No one, no one laughs. <laughs> I love her. She's um, great. Also, a bi queen. Okay, so I need you, literally, I don't care if you watch the entire season, but I need you to find the scene because she has a full-on, like, vampire witch orgy scene in that show. Like, there is a full-on, like, they find a couple of, her and her, like, her, her man that she has in that show, they go find some swingers, and they just have a fucking vampire, like, vampiric orgy on like the most lavish like like silk sheet bed and then they just they slaughter them and i'm like i am as a as a gay man i was turned on (laughs) like i like they they full on just bodies on bodies just doing it and then just a slit throat and blood spewing everywhere and i'm like look i am like bone sticking out right now you know oh my god wow okay well we just revealed a lot about keith tonight um i've learned you've learned a thing about no i'm not into like all that but i was definitely like i was like this is the hottest scene i've ever seen on tv look sometimes lady gaga is just some like she could she could rub shit on herself and she would look sexy I'm not even kidding. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, she's done similar. She, didn't she rub herself in, in dirt or something? Probably. At one point and go to a fashion show. I know she wore a meat dress. Oh, well, everyone knows about the meat. Do you know that's like preserved now, right? Shut up. That's like in a museum. It's been preserved. 
Maybe it's not well, anymore, Kim but Kardashian I know it was. Will, Kim Kardashian will pay several million billions of dollars to wear oh. it on a red carpet someday. Oh, absolutely. When, when, when Gaga dies. <laughs> When Gaga, yeah, when Gaga, when Gaga, Gaga dies, um, there'll be a there'll be like a, a Kardashian like descendant, maybe like not this generation that they've had children, but like the generation after that, and they'll go and they'll buy a Lady Gaga dress and wear it, and then be like, it's so chic. No, it's and just they'll, it's they'll just put, like, Northwest. Teriyaki sauce it's on just it Northwest. Something. I can't believe they named their child Northwest. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what to say about those people. I, they are living their lives. They li- celebrities live in a different lives. world, and it's insane. How do you feel when a celebrity it's, comes out? Um, it depends on the type of come out. Um, like when Elliot Page came out, yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh when Caitlyn Jenner came out. Love that less. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is fair. <laughs> I think it's fair. Um, there's a lot to unpack in that whole situation. Because, and that mostly comes from like, I was happy for her when she came out. But then after that, the like things that she chose to do, I was like, I'm less happy about Same. you being part of my community Same. now as a result of your choices. The fact that she's in my community, I couldn't give a good goddamn about. That she's welcome. That's fine. Uh, I don't like her speaking for me. Fair. That I take offense. Yeah, to. yeah. Uh, that's mm. because she just lives an exceptional life that uh, none of us get to live, and so I'm just like, what? Yeah. Um, when Lady Gaga constantly has to remind people that she's bi, it makes me mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just classic bi erasure. I mean, if you're a if you're a straight presenting oh, person, tell and me you're about bisexual, it. Like, good luck. Honestly, like you you guys are troopers. Um, but the second that you're like heteronormative, people are like, you're not really gay. You're not queer. You're not. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like they, oh, oh, it's a whole thing. Um, I think also like celebrities just have it easier when they come out. Like I know that like I will say, and everyone's like coming out experience is different and like it should be treasured and honored, you know, that they came out. But like I, maybe, maybe this needs to be cut from the pod, but (laughs) whenever a celebrity is like, oh it was you know it was so hard and I just I'm it was such a tragic experience and I just decided I needed to come out and tell the world and I was so terrified I'm like you literally make millions you you literally do not have to show your face in public and nowadays like being queer is so celebrated like you will still have a career if you come out like I kind of eye roll a little bit just a little bit because it's it's an incomparable experience I feel like but also like not to invalidate like if they're coming out like that's a scary experience for anybody especially when it comes to like their family and their friends but I kind of am like but did you really have like the scary experience the rest of us have I feel like the only time I'm ever like I'm really impressed I suppose is a decent enough word for this is when it's a person of color because yeah. in those communities, queerness is often, um, it's a different experience. Like, oh, yeah. I only know about it from the white perspective. I know what it's like from stories, but I don't know what it's like to live in those other cultures and be that other skin color and ethnicity and experience America and then experience my own community and then the white folk. Like, I don't know what that's like. I can only empathize that it has to be absolute ass. Yeah. And a not fun time. 
because you're both dealing with like how the white people are going to deal with you but then also well, how into i mean in, in that perspective like there's still like in in those communities there's a fear of you know still like losing a career because i mean it, and not to speak on behalf of like people of color in any way but i mean like you know to to make your your place as a person of color in in mainstream media is already difficult enough um from what i have Absolutely. what i've learned is that like that is that is a difficult thing to do and then to add queer on top of that is difficult and if you've like if you're just just making it as as a person of color in the entertainment industry or in you know just like on a national stage of any sort to throw another thing into the mix to make you marginalized like that's scary like you that could be a career ending thing um because you don't know your audience but yeah i think when like, I see a white person just come out and express that they're, you know, this was a terrifying, like, they didn't know what would happen to them after that. Like, I'm like, oh, come on. Like, you have enough money to just live you comfortably. You can buy your way at any table you want, particularly if it's, like, a white man. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, buddy, you can buy your way into any room you want. Yeah. And this is, and I should say, this is, is, like, is... their public coming. Like, in their intimate spaces, like, that's a totally different situation. But, like, when they just, like, right. are like, I went on E! News and came out. I'm like, okay. I'm like great i'm like it's great right. to have another person representing us and that's cool but also like i don't like the waterworks and the whole shebang because i'm like i think i i, I kind of just don't care a lot of the time i'm just yeah like, eh, yeah it's fine same you have a lot of money and privilege and i don't feel like this is going to affect your life in any way but when it's when it's certain kinds of like celebrities too like it depends on the type of celebrity you are like are you a tv star are you a musician are you yeah how much impact does it really have yeah i'm i always like am wondering like how is it going to shift something or are you a a cross media person like when um so like it makes me think a lot about like ricky dylan from youtube Mm -hmm. if anybody knows who ricky dylan is ricky dylan has done multiple coming out videos yeah um and then it makes me think of trevi moran and she has done multiple different types of coming out videos, varying degrees of coming out as well. And and she's a way younger YouTuber, um, more associated with Tana Mojo. <laughs> I am weirdly connected to like teen. That's fair. like young people <laughs> on the I like I got on a weird YouTube poll and now my algorithm is absolutely fucked. Um, and it's been fucked it, for like it, years it now. Does, so I'm living with my choices. Um, it's fine. But it makes me think of Trevi Moran and it makes me think of Ricky Dillon and how Ricky's generation was kind of like the early part. And then like Dan. Yeah. Like British Dan. Dan and Chill. Literally yeah. came out like a couple years ago and everybody for the longest time just like knew. Right. Which yeah, is like Dan's yeah. gay. Right. Which is also and, like, a problematic thing. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Because like right, assuming someone's sexuality and like talking about it is really kind of it's the forcing of it. Because it's like I like I I don't I don't see a problem being like I think that person's gay, and maybe potentially saying and and potentially saying even you know like I think like if it's a personality or like someone like Dan like to say like I think that person might be gay and maybe to say like to voice that opinion, but to be like oh he's definitely gay. He just needs to come out already. He needs to. I'm like that's too much. That's too much. Like, you can be like, it's this is my thought that, that I have. Situation. This is what I think might be happening. I might discuss it with a fellow fan and be like, do you think 
maybe could be but the second that you're just like oh he's definitely like you start putting that like that pressure of like this person has to be why don't they just come out already why don't they just already admit it to us it's like maybe there's nothing to admit maybe you need to just sit the fuck down and and calm yourself (laughs) yeah I completely agree with that and there's also like this sense of I feel like it has I'm thinking specifically of Trevi Moran she is a, a trans woman and she made a video at one point being like I'm not trans was going to go through um like a gender confirmation surgery and then like had a breakdown and was like I'm not trans and then later through much you know exploration and therapy and figuring out who she was was like I am actually trans but she felt compelled to go forward with something because she felt pressured by a community of people who was like super accepting and she was like well if I don't do it then I'm like failing them yeah and that's a weird position to Mm -hmm. be in Mm -hmm. and that was totally unique to like she was in the public eye to to an extent and a micro celebrity if you will yeah and a micro celebrity and it was just interesting to see her and I was like I don't care what gender identity you have young human you're allowed to be whatever you want to be and that's fine and I don't actually as a viewer need to know this stuff like it's not my business yeah oh my until God. you want to make business. it my business it's nobody's business like and this is again when I come back to like minding your business is free shutting the fuck up is free these are my two tenants in life mind your business and shut the fuck up these are the two things to a successful that's life. your that's your 10 commandments um <laughs> yep except I got two yeah you just mind your two. business shut the fuck up <laughs> And it just comes from the sense of like, it's none of my business what other people do. Are they happy? Are they safe? Are they secure? Great. Everything's being, are their needs being met? Okay, I'm happy. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know the details unless you want to tell me them. Then I'm allowed to know them. But like, I just, see, I have celebrities in my head that I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're gay. Like I am almost 99.9% sure that there's this one celebrity who I'm like, you got to be gay. You're just not saying shit. Yeah. You're just not saying And it's okay to internalize that and think that. But the second that you start putting it out there and pressuring that person, that's when it's immediately like, don't don't do that. Stop. It's like, I never go and be like, oh, for sure this person's gay on like Twitter or whatever. I'd be like, because they could see it if they're added. Bruh, that's rude. Don't be putting shit out there. Oh my gosh. People... People on Twitter sometimes just need to chill. Like there was a, uh, I know that you aren't in the hot, like heart stopper um, little community that we have. Um, and one day I'm going to, I'm going to sit you down and force you to watch the show. I swear to God. But um, I'm going to watch it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what I say too. And then I never do. Um, <laughs> but there was a, a whole discourse on Twitter because the, the main star of the show um, like, looked up his own name and the first suggestion he looked it up on twitter and the first suggestion was uh joe Locke ugly no that's people so just mean. went on twitter and they were just talking about how they thought that he was ugly and they that's did a so whole and, and and so then when he goes and searches his name the first suggestion is joe Locke ugly I hate it. That's so mean. And I'm just like, y'all didn't have to talk about that. If you think he's ugly, think that to your, like, keep that to yourself. You don't need to put it out because guess what? You might not think that a celebrity is going to see that, but like here he is. He looked up his name and that's the first thing he sees. And he sees all of your terrible tweets about how he's ugly. And he's not. Might I just say, he's, he's a very beautiful man. And they're like, he's ugly. I'm like, no, he's not. 
You guys are just assholes. You guys just anything this that's not like, a, a traditional white TikTok twink. You guys are like, this is ugly. Um, and I, I just, yeah, mind your fucking business. Sit, like, mind your business and shut the fuck up. Put it Seriously, on a T-shirt. It's the two. It's the two tenets to life success: is to mind your business and shut the fuck up. Now, this is followed shortly by Katie's number three tenet, which is to um get dirty when it is protecting someone else and it, mm-hmm. it's necessary. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Like okay, so and I say that as a white person who walks around with a fuck ton of privilege. Like, if I see someone being fucked with, I'm gonna stand up and do something. But also, about as it. a person, I am not that who person has privilege, who it is your. I feel like it's your social responsibility if you have any sort of privilege to use that privilege to stand up for those I who use don't. It all the time. Hmm. Yeah, that's my it's my goddamn responsibility. Like, so that's the third tenet is get dirty when you need to. Yeah. Good. I'm gonna need. In the defense I'm gonna need of the, others. The, the chaotic Katie Bible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very close to the satanic temple. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, that's with you. fair. They got good words to live by. Um. Mm-hmm. So so something I want because I I feel like we're slowly approaching the end of the pod here. Um. Ooh. What would you um? What kind of advice would you give to someone who's maybe considering t- coming out? Someone who's like on the verge, or someone who maybe hasn't considered it, but they know that they're a queer person, and uh, I don't know. What's what's your advice? Okay. As an older person who, I got to say, when it comes to safety, never compromise your safety. But otherwise, people aren't worth your pain. And I, that's a very sad thing to say, mm-hmm. that people are not worth your pain. And I mean, if someone is constantly belittling you or making you feel like you're not a full person, Bestie, you got to just walk the fuck away. And I know that hurts more than anything else. But um, there is oh, life is peaks and valleys. You're going to you're going to get to the top and you're going to hit another bottom and then you're going to get to another top. It, life is just a series of peaks and fucking valleys. And you got to learn to ride the goddamn wave. Mm. And that's the same thing for coming out to me. Pick your battles and pick your argument if your mother has always been your very best fucking friend and then you come out and all of a sudden she doesn't know how to be a person around you that may be worth salvaging by putting in the time because she's a huge part of your life like that may be a battle worth fighting but if you've always had a strange relationship with your mom and you've always had a difficult time dealing with each other and she just continues to be hard to deal with and then gets worse and worse and worse um bestie walk the fuck away uh she doesn't own you she's a parent and if she's not parenting you with full love and respect uh then walk out i mean if you're a full-ass adult and you can take care of yourself you don't gotta pull up with the bullshit yeah say goodbye and tell people to just like you can either treat me as a person the way i want to be treated or you can literally never talk to me again like those are your choices I I need people to be more confident in choosing themselves rather than choosing other people. There will always be a community for you. There will always be your people. You can always find a family and you can make something for yourself. Found family is actual family. And this is where I threw a literary thing at you. And this is my thing. I love this thing. Um, it is not blood is thicker than water. It is blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And that is to say... Your chosen family is far more important than where you came from with blood. It doesn't really matter as much as who you choose. Now, if you're 
biological family is also who you choose to be family with. Beautiful, wonderful, love you. Mwah. Love that. I have a good family. My blood family is also my chosen family, but I also have a lot of chosen family who are not even related to me. And I would go to, you know, I kick some ass for them. Words live by. I might, I might dig a hole in a dark forest. You don't know. (laughs) Hey, yeah. (laughs) I think, I think, uh, I think my advice is, is kind of tied to that in a very strange way, I guess, but like, not even strange, but it's tied to it in a way. I've always, um, I've always gone about life with the opinion that you should always surround yourself with people who love you and only those people. I feel like if someone doesn't love you, then they don't deserve to be in your life in in a, in a ritualistic and a a regular part of that. Um, and in saying that, I think that if, if someone truly loves you, whether as a friend, as a partner, as a family member, that love is unconditional. I, I don't think there is really such a thing as conditional love. Um, so the people in your life who love you and the people who you should surround yourself with, they're going to be okay with it. Those who don't, you know, in, in the case you said with like family and stuff, hey, maybe, maybe if it's something where you've had a good relationship, it might be a teachable moment. But otherwise, maybe they weren't meant to be in your life past that point. Maybe you've learned your lesson and you've gained what you should from them. But if they're going to drop you at something so so minuscule and so you know, unimpactful in the world is what you have in your pants or who you choose to, to date or to have sex with, um, or not to have sex with if you're ace, you know, um, you know, then get those people out. They, they don't matter. Um, and I think with that, you know, if you're thinking of coming out, do it when you're ready and, and don't, do it until you are absolutely certain that that's what you want to do because it's going to change your life. It's it, things will be different, um, unfortunately, but that's just the world we live in. It's, it, it always changes something, um, and you got to be ready to embrace that change. Um, I'm gonna piggyback on top of that. I have one thing. Um, as someone who came out super later and after much thinking about it, uh, you're allowed to change your fucking mind. Oh yeah. Oh, if you're if you you're straight today and you're by tomorrow and you're trans the next day, go for it. Yeah. So like never feel like I know a lot of us and I have this kind of anxiety of like I am that person who wanted to know exactly what I was before I said anything. Except for, hey, guess what? People change. Ha! Shocker of all shockers. Humans develop and grow as they age, and that's a natural part of living yeah. life. You're supposed to change. Um, so today. My pronouns are she, her, and they, them sometimes. And today I'm a bisexual woman and I'm cis. And that's today. That doesn't mean that's going to be the same thing in six years. It, I was a, I was nothing. a, that's just what I, I am was today. a gay man for eight years and now I'm a gay person. You know, I thought I yeah. nailed it. it. Took me, exactly. it took me another eight years to figure out like, oh, this is what I want to be, what I want to be now, what I think I am now. Um, and mm-hmm. that might change and that's fine. The other thing I will say um, is, you know, I did say wait till you're 100% ready, but I will say that I think when it comes to coming out, I don't think there is a 100%. I think there's always that one, that 1% that's like, should I really do this? Um, if you get to that 99, I promise you, you're probably good enough. I promise you, you won't regret pushing yourself over the edge and taking the jump. Um. So if you're, you know, if you're at that 99, maybe it's time to take the leap. If you're not anywhere close to that, take your time, figure it out. 
And if you're at the 100%, honey, what's stopping you? Bestie, what you what's doing in the closet? You? What are Bestie. you doing? <laughs> Come join Come us. Come on We're out. Fun. <laughs> Come join us. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, um, we'll protect kiss a little. yourself. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. And do what's right for you. But just know That's that even if, even if your family or your friends don't support you, just know that there is literally an entire world of people who will support you. There are online communities. There are people such as me and Katie. We always have a safe space around us. Um, and I bet more people Absolutely. than you think around you are fine with it. And if you need to talk to professional people before you even venture into those communities, the Trevor Project is an amazing organization that has a I, lot of different resources available for the, LGBTQIA plus youth. Until the day I die, I will forever plug the Trevor Project. Um, Me too. May, it's been my favorite charity for like over a decade. <laughs> this might be a good time to mention uh, if if this pod gets released by this point. Um, over on uh, mine and Katie's channels on Twitch, you can find us at twitch.tv slash chiefkeefxx or twitch.tv slash chaotickt. Um, we yep. are currently raising for the Trevor Project for the entire month of June, uh, here in 2022. So if, um, if that interests you, if you'd like to donate or learn more about the organization, come on by, drop a donation. We're really, really trying to help some people. Um, but yeah, the Trevor Project, trevorproject.org, fantastic organization and they have so many resources. So if you really are questioning yourself, um, they have all sorts of resources to help guide you through some things. They have a social media platform that, uh, is only for like queer young people so you know that might be a place to meet some people and figure some things out and uh, if you need any sort of uh, mental health um, help uh, or a crisis number you can always call the Trevor Project at 866-488-7386 and they have a counselor or you can always uh, text start to 678-678 if um, you know you can't make a phone call that was a free Trevor Project plug though <laughs> Yes, it was. Um, well, they're the best. They deserve they are it. They're fantastic. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about, Katie? <laughs> oh, you know, about a million things. But we have other episodes for that. Oh, yeah, we do. We do indeed. Um, oh, wait. Real quick, though. Okay. What is, your favorite, what is your favorite thing about being gay culturally? Oh, oh that's a curveball. Um, I think... I think that queer people, um, I think that we've always been trendsetters in a way. And I feel like being a queer person, I'm kind of always ahead of the curve um, when it comes to just like things that are hip, things that are new, things that are kind of trendy. Um, and I just love that. I love that we're always like ready to just push the envelope a little farther, always ready to be like, well, you know, that was cool, but here's the new thing. You know, we said, you know, black was great, but here's orange you know uh yeah so (laughs) (laughs) mine is a little similar but also a little different um in queer theory there is this uh understanding that queerness is not always because we're ahead of the curve um it's also not mainstream and what i mean by that is there is a certain level of ugliness to queerness but it is not so what I mean by that is it does not follow societal rules for beauty. Beauty standards get busted down when you're queer. And there's a lot of different types of beauty standards in the queer world. Like gay men have their own sets of standards. You know, queer women have their own sets of standards. And 
and it, it's varying right within pockets of that there's even more different types of standards like there's you know there's leather gay people there's you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like the hippy dippy ones there's you know witches and stuff and that whole there's a huge witch community who are queer that's why i wrote a paper about it there's a whole like cross section but like i love that inherent like it feels almost like in being part of the queer community you hit this new level of humanity and human experience and it's just uglier yeah in a really beautiful way and i like the more natural realistic really stripped down aesthetic i guess yeah no i get what <laughs> you're like saying experience of the world as a queer person i don't think i give a good goddamn what a man like a straight man thinks about my pubic hair or my arm hair or my leg hair or my lipstick or oh, my yeah. face or any of that shit i read something about this like straight like these straight men were like don't trust women with dyed hair it's some like poisonous oh and i was like i don't know what <laughs> shit you're talking about but like my dude my hair is purple because i like purple it ain't that deep and i don't do my hair for you yeah i hate exactly. to break it to you but it's on my fucking head exactly. bro exactly <laughs> Um, you know, and like, I, I was gonna, I, you know, and to piggyback off of your piggyback, um, we've got a stack of mm. piggybackers. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, sounds in, like a sex position. Yeah, ooh, the piggybacker position. Um, <laughs> I, I think like in in going with the like we're ahead of the curve kind of thing is what I meant. Is you know like everything, everything that is mainstream and hip stems from like queer people of color. It goes from like trans yes. black women to mm-hmm. the rest of the queer community to the black community, and then it trickles its way into normal society. Maybe that's not the exact pathing, but in some way, shape, or form, it goes down that route um, to where at some point it's queer people who are uh, like ahead of the majority. Um, I think I it's that. almost always black queer. Black women, queer women like trans women yeah. or black queer women scissor otherwise um and then it goes to like the way that the rest of society gets it is through this this the cis gay white dude yeah yeah we, we it goes full-on the... reaganomics trickle-down effect yeah absolutely there's a trickle-down effect within the queer community of how we distill our information mm-hmm and it's hilarious and also infuriating. Um, but this is where I will just plug um, absolutely g- lesbian women protectors. <laughs> plug them all. Protectors every of the les- whole community. Currently, we are we are typing in the description the at of every lesbian woman on the planet uh, on Twitter. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, n- never in my life will I ever be able to accomplish that um the numbers are too endless but like lesbian women kept the queer community together that's why the l is first in lgbt <laughs> i love in that. case you knew it used to i love that it used to be gbl or whatever but they moved the l in front because lesbian women kept um they were the ones who went to the hospitals during the aids epidemic yeah, they were the wonderful. ones who held the community together we should talk about the aids yeah. epidemic um, one day on this pod that'd be fun we will an and we will also talk about We'll also talk about um, Stonewall. Yeah. And we'll talk about how trans women of color are just, they are the, the, they are the backbone. They are the of fucking backbone. They are everything and we have to protect them more than anything else. You got to protect those trans people. You got to keep them safe. Yep. 
that's that's my my one thing well my brain feels like swiss cheese how does your brain feel keith um you know i'm vibing it's it's <laughs> it's two in the morning <laughs> i so I'm, right. I'm doing i'm doing good but i think uh i think we're gonna wrap it up i think we're gonna tie this with a nice little bow um so as we said this pod will hopefully be dropping sometime this pride month so happy pride everybody um we're not happy pride <laughs> we're not quite sure when the rest of the episodes will drop this is just our little pilot i hope you guys really enjoyed what you got to listen to um make sure that whatever you're listening to whether it's apple podcast whether it's spotify please give us a like please uh give us a review uh they don't give us money or anything but it helps boost us up the charts make it a little easier for people to find us um and in our description you should find uh some other ways to reach us how to find us on twitch and twitter but uh just to make it a little easier for your listening ears katie where can people find you oh to find me specifically you can go to at tiny chaotic kt on twitter <laughs> um and pretty much everywhere else on twitch it's just chaotic kt k and t like the letters like the letters yes um and if you want to find our shared group twitter uh we are meddling gays pod on everything mm -hmm. that's how you can find us. everything and if you'd like to find me specifically uh you can find me on twitter at real chief keef that's c-h-i-e-f-k-i-e-f -E don't it's i before e except after c this is not an exception um <laughs> and uh if you want to find me on twitch you can find me at twitch.tv slash chief xx don't forget the x's or you will find blank accounts um but with that uh <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you in the next one just remember you're cute don't forget to be a meddling gay metal in everything yeah. <laughs> go stir some shit up that's the gay way oh, yeah all right until next time guys bye Bye.